aquí. This is what a crocodile sounds like. Intergalactic beings of multi-dimensional realities. Welcome to Channeling. Why, hello there. Welcome to Channeling. My name is Gwen Juvenal, and I'm with Guides in the Garden and Guides of the Way of All. And today, I have a special guest. But first, I want to set out a little bit of a warning. Today is a heavy subject, and it deals with death. So if there's someone out there who's extra sensitive, be aware, and I'll be leaving some help in the description in case you need to talk to someone. But I hope you enjoy. Today I'm going to introduce you to someone. And this isn't a someone who is, who has a body on earth right now. <laughs> Here, let me start all over again. Let me start all over again. This, this, this is how I get to do it. Today, I'm going to introduce you to a friend, a dear friend, and I only met him recently through his sister. Well, through both of his sisters at Revival in Eden, Utah. If you have been listening in, you might have just heard an episode about me meeting Julie Arundel. And at the end of that time together, there was a beautiful soul that approached and actually her sister was with her, but her sister has a tendency to be a little shy. And so she wasn't talking much, but Krista was there and for some beautiful reason felt the inclination to stop and talk to us. And after I was done recording with Julie, Krista said she wanted to share with me. I will be sharing more in a moment about her story and what we got to go through and assist my new friend with. So what did I get to assist my new friend with? Well, I got to assist my new friend with finding and claiming his light. And who was this friend? This friend is Krista's brother, Joseph, who had taken his life. For all of you here who are sensitive around this subject, I hold you in compassion. I hold you and all in compassion. I ask you to be open and open your heart and know that there is beauty surrounding the subject that we can share. There are some of you listening who may be death doulas. We can go into a whole topic surrounding that together. But I'm going to talk about the beautiful experience that I shared with Krista, her sister, and Julie, as we invited a re-knowing through the energies of her family line to honor Joseph and reclaim him in the light. As I talk about this, Joseph is here, and he's standing with many chiefs, and they stand here in honor and previously to us coming together, four women representing four directions, channeling our intelligence in support of Joseph to be renowned. He was very much feeling to be in the dark and of the dark and was in the energy of shame. 
Now, many of you may be like, how the heck did you know that, Gwen? After so much time feeling connected and feeling into these things, I simply cannot deny when intelligence shares something with me. And when Krista started to speak, I could feel her brother there. I'm going to let you listen in on Krista's experience and what has been able to open up in her life as she mourned for her brother. And who knows, there may be more chapters sharing even more as to what opens up in her life. Joseph right now simply wants me to share. Wow. He wants me to share with people that all is not lost, that we need not lose hope, for we have the power to rise together. He's using that phrase that my guides love to use, rise together. And I know this. I know this deep within my soul. And I guess I get to share it with you all. <laughs> Joseph is happy that I'm doing so. He's like, yeah, share it, sister. Share it. I want to say he's been hanging out a lot since the ceremony and in a bright and vibrant way. He now stands chest out, tall, an 18-year-old warrior of love. <laughs> Joseph is saying, <laughs> he's so funny. He hangs out with Grace and me, my twin, a lot. And he is now arranging certain experiences with us. We often enter into an experience called Logos, me and Grace together. And it is an invitation for an area, a group of people to be renown. And there is a dialogue considering certain aspects of life, getting to be renown and reformed. And in this Logos, this time, most of the people of course, who show up are from the other side or are kind of hanging out in between, if you could say. We've discovered that the indigenous American Indians often, as a group, kind of stick together in their energy. And several times, some of these groups have come to Grace and me and we have elevated or risen together, if that makes sense. And Joseph really is loving, kind of standing as a watch guard, helping coordinate some of these experiences. So well done, Joseph. I honor you in what you are doing. And of course, all of this has been done in your free will. He knows and he nods yes. I'm going in deep, people. <laughs> this is deep. If any of you have been in true sorrow, have been mourning the loss of someone in your physical world, I do offer you a hand of love and say there is a way to be with each other even when someone is on the other side in love to rise together. Now I'm going to share with you the experience that I had with Krista, her sister, and Julie. We came together and after we talked before we entered into the circle, 
we all made wishes on a dandelion seed flower. Feel into the magic of what we were claiming there. I honor Krista and her sister for being brave, for saying yes, they were ready. And for all of you here who may be mourning, I hope you can have a sense and feel a sense of the lifting and the rising. And if you do want to hear how that could happen with you, please reach out, contact me. I would love to talk. Okay, I won't delay any further. Joseph is now saying, yeah, it's time to celebrate. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I, I don't want to like, I know, I know the energy of people going, well, I wanted to share something intimate, but so I'm sitting here with Krista. What is your last name, Krista? Or do you want to share it? We don't have to, we can be anonymous. Gallegos. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Is that, what is that? Kind of, what is that from? Where is that from? Is it? Yeah, so it's Spanish. Spanish, okay. It's a Spanish last name, but um, my dad is like Native American. Because I could feel the Native American. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it was just honestly a colonization thing to my Native ancestors. (laughs) But yeah, so yeah, that's a little bit of a last name. I'm here with my sister Cheryl. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Yes, I remember her saying, like, this is her first year. You are so excited. Mm-hmm. Like, she's coming. I'm like, all right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, yeah, like, you were talking about kind of this yin yang experience of coming here and, like, this year being kind of. See, this is how I view it. I've cu- a new way that I view things is mm-hmm. this experience of being held or being the one holding. And we both can serve in that way at the same time. I can also be holding anything while being held. But sometimes, you know, in this world, we're we're here in duality and separation so that we can have our individual identities, right? Mm -hmm. And and it actually is an assisting and helping us do that. Like when we can we can say, Oh, I'm being held or by this or that or or this is holding me in this way. And so that's kind of how I see it. Wow. Um, but I'm sure everyone has their own view. There's a lot of different views. That's, that's kind of how it's worked up to now. Like mm-hmm. I've had a lot of different views to it, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's the new one. <laughs> that's a new view of held and being, yeah. Or holding and then being held. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. I want to contemplate you on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so like, how, how has that shown up for you? Like, yeah, well, with revival and stuff. Absolutely. So I wanted to, I want to start like from the very, very beginning. Okay. I'm going like straight. Story in. time. <laughs> Love this story time. Yeah. So I, in 2021, I had my brother pass away. And wow. Yeah, and that was really difficult on our family, and just like the way he passed away, which was through suicide, just like. Wow. Like struck That's a huge. lot. Yeah. Struck a lot of different parts of myself that I, yeah, it was just a lot. And then for a whole year, it, um, like I experienced, um, some more things happen in my life that led me ultimately to a really dark and painful place. And, um, yeah. You know, throughout that whole time, I was trying to seek help, but like, I was just in a lot of pain. And June of 2022, I actually ended up going to jail. (laughs) Exciting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, it was just like, that was like the, the, the breaking point for me of like, I need something to help me. Like, can something, I need, I need help. And so I... I just started searching up like yoga retreats, like and all that stuff because I, I, I love the yoga and all that stuff. And um, uh, then I started 
I try to get a different job and I tried applying for this piercing shop in Salt Lake City. It's called the Best Body Piercing and they're like a metaphysical piercing shop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, I follow them on Instagram and I see that they post on their Instagram story about this festival called Revival. I'm like, oh, this looks interesting, and I searched up revival, and I looked at the itinerary, and it's like cacao ceremony, yoga, like um, trauma, like workshops, and, and an intro to mycology, and I didn't know anything about like mushrooms or all psychedelic realms at that point. Like I was yeah. completely oblivious to it all. But I was like, hey, this place has yoga and cacao. Like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. Everyone needs an entry point. Exactly. And like exactly. that was yours. Yes. Yeah. I was there. Oh, really? Oh. I was there that first year. Oh my gosh. Didn't realize. I didn't realize either. Oh. That's incredible. Yeah. So yeah, it's so connection, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I was like, okay, yeah, everyone needs an entry point, like, let's go. And at that point, I didn't, like, I didn't have anyone that would come with me. Like, I remember, like, asking a couple of my friends, like, hey, like, who, who, who wants to come? And everyone's like, oh, I'm busy, whatever. I'm like, okay, fine, this is a journey for myself. And actually, I remember I was so excited, I was packing all my shit, and I was, like, doing my laundry, and I was telling my sister Cheryl over here, like, should I bring my phone, or should I not bring my phone? Cause like I want this yeah. to be a good experience for me, and anyway, I was just debating, and I did my laundry, and I <laughs> put all my clothes in the washer, and I opened the washing machine, and I see my phone, it's just like <laughs> right on top of the clothes, and I was like, okay, the universe really wants me to be fucking present <laughs> for this experience, so I'm like, okay, let's go. So here I am, I pack all the shit in my car, and I drive to this festival, and I'm a volunteer for it, and I didn't know one single person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it was really weird to me like I just like I like you know I, I actually grew up with a dad born in 1956 mm -hmm. and I'm born in 2001 so like there's like a big generation yeah. difference and I always grew up with like 70s music and I'm like in middle school, I had like a hippie phase and like how I always wanted to be a hippie and <laughs> just like all that stuff. And I remember like walking into the festival gates. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm at, I'm in a festival full of hippies. <laughs> and like, again, like at this point, like I, I literally like was not exposed to any of the stuff like at all besides yoga. Like that yeah. literally was my gateway to the matrix or like outside of, out, out of the matrix. <laughs> um, so go and volunteer for this festival. And I started hearing everyone talk about this substance called psilocybin. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what is psilocybin? <laughs> and they're like, oh, you don't know what that is? And so they started explaining to me what mushrooms is. I'm like, oh, like, I thought I was just like here for like a yoga festival or something. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? And um, in this revival experience, like, so everyone was talking about like the medical uses of cannabis and magic mushrooms and I was like okay well I think this is my time to like try mushrooms for the first time and I remember just like again I was 20 years old by myself and and it was just like a culture shock to me at this mm -hmm. point I'm like what did I just walk into <laughs> what did I just walk myself into and yeah so anyway I had my first psychedelic experience here too mm -hmm. um that was really nice that was just like where i like realized for myself oh there's nothing to fear and like everything is like we're all made of love like we're all love and that was really good for me but i was like i was like addicted to that feeling i was like wow yeah. you're able to feel true genuine love for the first time again since i was a child so, mm -hmm. like at that point i was like in a lot of pain and the next day i wanted to stay in that feeling but I remember, like, I, I attended a hoppe ceremony, and that brought me down. <laughs> and I was like, dang it, like, I wanted to stay high, because, you know, the actual yeah. psilocybin effects, like, last for a little bit. And I was like, damn, I want to feel high again. Like, why can't I just feel high again? And so I was contemplating and playing with that, and I'm like, I'm sure there's something in me that I really need to look at. And, like, why, why am I sad all the time? Like, why am I only happy like through this mushroom experience. Yeah. And so I tried 
doing mushrooms again on the second day, but nothing. And then the third nothing day... Nothing meaning it didn't... Like, I you didn't, didn't get to the same space? Yeah, I didn't get to the same space. Like, I didn't feel anything. So I was like, okay, that's that's okay. Because, like, I probably need to build a serotonin up in my brain again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next day after that, a whole series of events had led me to my second psychedelic journey. <laughs> oh, okay. And I remember, like, I was... I was like, okay, I'm feeling like there's something that needs to be addressed, like something really mm-hmm. important. I'm like, okay. So I remember like, I was just like, okay, like I'm ready, I'm ready. I was like hacking myself up. And I started like frolicking in this field actually. It's just like trying to feel that peace and happiness and bliss. And then I come across this lesbian couple <laughs> and they helped me like do a Reiki thing and just reminded me that like at any time, I can access happiness again, like intense, mm. like, like just how I can like feel sad and intense, like as I can feel happy intense, like it's like, mm. it like taught me like how to connect with the sun and just like connect with the earth. I'm like, okay, cool. And then I was like, I feel comfortable with you guys. Can I partake of the sacrament in your, like in your space? And they're like, yes, like come take. And I'm like, okay. You guys, this is the magic <laughs> of community. Okay. Yeah. This is how people get supported mm-hmm. through this process. Because someone's trying to do this all alone mm-hmm. and they, you know, just having that person say, hey, do you know, do you realize that you can access this at any point? Mm-hmm. Here, just let me show you really quickly, you know, yeah. and just that kind of presence of people around you is amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. And it was just so beautiful that to know that, like, I am supported, like, through whatever I was about to experience. Yeah. Yeah, and that was, like, a good reminder, right? Like, because what, what I was about to experience changed my life completely. And, um, yeah, so to have that support, like, okay, here's a grounding tool. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it was so beautiful. Uh, so, yeah, so after I partake, partake, I after I took the sacrament, I was like, okay, I'm ready. And I start frolicking in the field again. And I see a man sitting on a bench, looking at a bunch of trees. And I was like, I want to come up to, like, I, I had a feeling like I should come up to him. And I, I come up to him and I'm like, are, are you a watchman? And in the revival festival, like, watchmen are people that look out for everyone, like make sure everything's safe and whatever. He goes, no, I'm not a watchman, but do you need one? I was like, yeah, actually, because I want to, I'm, I'm on psychedelics right now, but I want to go to the river. And I don't know if I'm able to make it all by myself to the river. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, okay, yeah, I'll walk with you to the river. So he walked me to the river and of course the classic, like all of a sudden starts kicking in, like the substance starts kicking in and I see like the trees, like... Mm-hmm. Bro, and I'm in Alice in Wonderland. Like, okay, this is a magical experience. And we go to the river, and there's a red bridge. And this guy, like, I, I'll call him Johnny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Johnny and I, we end up seeing this red bridge, and we sit on it. And I'm just chilling. And and actually, at that point, I was really nervous because, like I said, like I, I didn't know anyone. I was in the festival by myself. I've only taken mushrooms one time before that. And I then decide to come to this guy, this man that I've never met before. And what immediately starts coming to mind, like, oh my God, he's taking me alone to like to a secluded area by myself. Is this really smart? Like, is he going to rape me? Is he going to kill me? Like, like all these like, like suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. All these like fear come out and it was very valid very valid yeah. and anyway I go to the bridge and I'm just chilling and just trying to process that like okay no like I'm safe at any time to leave and and mm-hmm. to go back to what I thought I wanted to go so I originally I was like oh I'm gonna go to the river check it out and then go back to camp to, to attend a cacao ceremony mm-hmm. and then trip during the cacao ceremony but no that's not what happened And so we're sitting on this bench and all of a sudden I look to my right and I see a whole bunch of butterflies just like Mm. dancing around like white butterflies. And it was like about 10 of them just like circling around like, oh my God. And I look and I, 
I, I was looking at it, I'm like, am I hallucinating this? I'm like, Johnny, am I hallucinating these butterflies? He's like, no, you're not. Like, Those are real. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. Then I think that's where I need to go. <laughs> so we get off this bridge and we walk to where the butterflies were. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting in the dirt and I'm like, okay, I think I'm ready now. Like I tell Johnny, mm -hmm. like, I think I'm ready now to, to receive whatever it is I need to receive. And so there I have it. I have my psychedelic experience. I close my eyes and I started seeing like, um, faces come at me just like little uh like almost like voodoo looking uh spirits okay yeah and then all of a sudden it turns to um i see i see myself in my mom's womb wow there you are yeah and i'm in my mom's womb and all of a sudden i'm like feeling all of her pain and then is it when you're being birthed or just all the pain, like when you were in her womb? All the pain when I was in her womb. Yeah. 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 And then I, I, I couldn't handle it. It was a lot. And then it just led to all of a sudden, like realizing, wait, but this pain is not even my mom's. And then I was like, okay. Wow. And then it like, and then it showed me like me feeling my grandma's pain. And then all of a sudden from there, it like shot up and like i was able to feel like the, this whole lineage of women's pain that was like carried through like wow multiple generations and like all in my dna through the body yeah mm -hmm. and that was the first time i fully realized in myself that my pain is not my own wow mm -hmm. that is a big statement i'm just sitting here like feeling that my pain is not my own. I mean, and there's certain things we get to claim, of course, but it comes from the ancestry and the bodies and being human. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And it flows through it. Yeah. And what was crazy about this experience is like, I had no idea about the science either, like mm -hmm. of what that psychedelic experience was, but like, a week after that's when I discovered that your grandma like when she's pregnant with your mom at five months like um your mom has already started developing your eggs or her eggs right so wow yeah so like technically you've been birthed twice so like yeah. you really have like been able to feel like like all of that like you, you were gosh. experiencing all of that and so yeah and what amazing connection mm -hmm. and I, I call it honoring like an honoring because it leads you all back to source exactly and it's like see how it's all you know the line connection all the way back that's mm -hmm. beautiful absolutely um but yeah like that was a very dark experience like not gonna lie because like i was sick feeling and seeing things and specifically a lot of things that came up for me was like my relationship with men mm -hmm. and how I was so scared of men. Yeah. And then in that moment, like as I was seeing that, and I was like seeing my grandma's like relationship with men too, and my own mother's relationship with men. And the fact that this experience happened like with a stranger that was a man, yeah. he held me through all of that. And he loved me and he supported me. And he just like, he witnessed me grabbing the rocks of the earth and screaming it and like throwing in the ground and like me rolling at, around in the river and like like and I was completely covered in mud at the end of this because I was like really letting all of that anger and all that pain and all that hurt and all that sadness out and like how magnificent was it that yeah like I was led to a man yeah oh my gosh what a beautiful offering yeah and people who listen to this may be terrified like i don't want to fucking feel all that anger <laughs> but but i mean like what a beautiful offering like that's how i see it like i see what you did like you offered that release to your lineage mm -hmm. like to all down your whole line mm -hmm. and you acknowledged that pain 
and allow is, is you know it's like kind of this reboot in your body and your system you know to say yeah I can be with this I can acknowledge it and love I can do that you know and like I will roll around in the fucking mud and I'm gonna allow the presence that's here holding me to be a man who who my lineage tells me that's scary right <laughs> like like that is such transformation. Like, talk about a flip of a paradigm in a story. Just right there. Encapsulated. Like, boom. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Krista's smiling. <laughs> That's just amazing. It was a sh- definitely a shift of that. Yeah family story mm-hmm. that was no longer a continuation of my, that, that story that has been passed along. Like, and, and <sighs> yeah. And I like it, de- like psilocybin has definitely helped me see that story through the eyes of love. Like even mm-hmm. though I was experiencing the ever experienced my whole life, like the whole time, it was just like meeting it with so much compassion. And, mm. um, it, it was definitely a reboot to my nervous system. Like immediately after that was cleared out, I started seeing like, damn, like we're all connected. I saw the like mycelium network on the ground and like mm-hmm. everything and every single action we make has like led us to where exactly where we, we need to be right now. And, and yeah, uh, it was like that experience, I'd say like changed my whole life, of course. and for a long time like helped me feel like I am no longer depressed mm-hmm. and so like if anyone's out here listening and struggling with depression like know like you know you're not alone in your experience yeah. and I know like that sounds cheesy and corny and maybe you hate hearing that over and over again because I know I did <laughs> yeah. um, like I feel like there's hope there really is so that was the experience but I don't know if it was yin or yang mm-hmm. so back to like the yin and yang that we were talking about um, yeah. uh, this year like as I'm like witnessing everything that has been happening this last year uh, like my whole life has changed okay so right like let's let's recap a little bit right before like I was in so much pain I fucking went to jail like I, I was like jobless like I was like trying to like find a job that suits me let's like I'm gonna talk about like my accomplishments real quick after that experience like I went to this other festival that like really helped me like unleash myself this festival is called unleash um I I ended up traveling to one two three four four different countries um, Whoa. and traveling so much I've rediscovered my artistry I am fully claiming that I am a successful musician bang yeah yeah I am I am so connected to people I love people like I want to get to know people and like bring more people in my life um like like it just keeps expanding from here and Oh, I got like a, I got multiple job offers. Like I'm, I got a job offer um, as a at a holistic wellness center to do production work in New York. Wow. Um, I I literally, I literally like randomly one day was asked to film something for like NBC Universal, like and just like, and like in Los Angeles, I'm like, what is going on? And it's because like, I really was able to clear like so much. And like, now I'm like fully to, able to live my life again. And um, this experience though, like I was again, like I've been integrating like this last month, I just um, went to Mexico and New York and that whole trip was so stressful for me. I feel like right now I need a lot of rest. Mm-hmm. Um, but so coming to revival, I was like, okay, it's been a year since my first psychedelic experience. Like, what am I learning? And today, or this experience, I can, I experienced a lot of opposites, a lot of duality of like, dang, mm-hmm. I was able to experience a lot of new. And now this experience, I'm seeing a lot of familiar and trying to meet other people that are having this new experience. Like, how can I like hold space for them? So I, now mm-hmm. this is like a more of a space holder and like also like 
releasing some judgments about myself and others and um just like synchronistic things that i want to share is yeah one cheryl and i my sister uh when we got here uh we were trying to find a camping spot <laughs> and then long story short we ended up camping we ended up parking by someone and they came up to us and like oh we saved this spot for someone else i'm like okay we're kind of annoyed by that because it was like this is so open but okay then we ended up going to another spot and actually the same thing happened again where we, we parked and and they were like actually we saved the spot for someone and that was like two hours like the person came back two hours later like after we like oh, set up our stuff man. I'm like, what? so anyway whatever we were mad about that but ultimately it led me to camping exactly where i camped last year Wow. Yeah. And so, um, okay, so that's one synchronicity. Number two, I didn't come to this experience alone. I came to this experience with someone that I love so deeply. And not mm. only did I come to this experience with someone that I love so deeply, but I didn't walk into this experience with a bunch of strangers. I knew so many people. And mm. I and like these are my friends. These are my people. Um, so I'm not alone. <laughs> um, that's one another synchronistic yeah. thing. Yeah. And then, um, in the camping spot that I was at um, in this experience and last year's experience, yesterday on Saturday, I look at the tree that was next to my car, and. I see a whole collection of baby caterpillars oh, making like wow. a cocoon and it's just like so many caterpillars like wiggling and dancing around and I was like what the heck? There's Oh my god! There's one down on the floor in the mat next to you, yeah. Baby! <laughs> so... And it's just... Ah! <laughs> like it's just like the complete like circle of yes. my experience and yeah that um that when I saw those caterpillars like that really did it for me because I was like what the fuck <laughs> it's so interesting I, I love this full circle feeling because I think sometimes in our lives what's coming to me is like when we're in really hard places it's really easy to say I want to just escape mm -hmm. right but really the answer is like you get to really fully embrace and go in deeper because you're just going to come back. Mm -hmm. You're just going to come back and see what this really is over and over again. And you get to enter it into it in a new way, you know, like how you're entering into now is you're bringing in loved ones and there's friendship, you know, here and, and you get to enter into the cycle in a new way. Mm -hmm. And it's like so cool. I mean, and it's so amazing how we can see the signs of that in nature and like, it's just like, and it has been my privilege to witness the artistry and the beautiful, your voice, uh, there's video I have on my phone, uh, you singing to be, and this wow. beautiful, um, another friend of ours, um, turned it into this beautiful video and it's just stunning. It's healing. With what comes out of you so transformational thank you i am so excited to listen to that i haven't had the privilege of like listening to you mm -hmm. maybe we can drum together and yes. sing or something yes i would love to sing with you because you are also when when you started talking about your brother i was just like i would love to offer like sing for him oh. for some reason i just think that honoring his spirit is like an important thing um i know that's what came to me is like we get to honor his spirit and what he actually brought to you i know a hundred percent that joseph led me to this experience yeah and like led me to change my life yeah yeah thank you joseph mm -hmm. let's freaking do it let's do it <laughs> let's do it okay i love it okay we're making okay. a collective okay. wish we're making a collective wish do you want to like keep the it internally is... mm. my wish is just yes yes, yes. 
Delicious, yes. Mm. <sighs> I wish for all of us to get really clear in our journeys and our paths. Mm. Oh. I wish for love for everybody. Like everyone has love for each other. Yeah. Despite our differences. Ooh. Julie, what do you wish for? Uh, the wind's carrying those wishes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the wind was going to echo that, that we are all, oh, thank you, um, <laughs> given that ability to receive the love that is right here for mm. us. Mm. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. All right, you ready, That feels like the yin to the yang. Yes. <laughs> right. Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one. Ooh, that's perfect. That's a definite yes. Yes. That's so beautiful. One little seed. One seed stuck on the dandelion flower. it how you may. This is the offering, and we're here honoring a dear brother, a dear brother, who, in his life and his leaving of life help revive the life of your family and you and your soul and we're here to honor him and honor that and honor his, his graciousness and his beauty and what he has given to us all here and to everyone on earth who now gets to experience you in your aliveness in your fullness you're claiming yourself, like your beauty and your voice. So now I get to drum and you get to sing. <laughs> and whatever comes is beautiful. This is just an offering, a way to express. If you want to say anything to your brother, say it. Say it. And I'll drum. I'll try to be a support draw it out of you. <laughs> yes, I definitely need that. Draw I'm nervous. Draw it out of you and we're going to do this and see what happens because it'll all be perfect. But it's just, this is an acknowledgement and honoring of his life, even his life lives on now. Like, and then, um, like what his presence on earth was for us. So, can I give you a hug before we start? Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just like, I'm just bored. I'm just like, wow, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> we get to do this together. And I'm just so honored. So thank you all spirits and guides who are here. All present ancestry. Um, we acknowledge you and all you have been to us and all you are to us. And we, we offer our lives here in joy and celebration of what you have been and what we now get to be. What we now get to be together. Mm -hmm. um, so, as much as a morning, this is also a celebration. And let's do it. of us were gathered around an empty fire pit, a fire pit that had burned for the summer solstice. I was directing the energy to rise and rise and rise. And there was a point where 
Krista says, Julie, get your butt in here. <laughs> and we stopped the recording. This was so sacred. We didn't want to be focused on recording. We wanted to be there present. And we needed the fourth in the circle. Together, we sang. We held space. We mourned. We celebrated. We rejoiced. Joseph has been nudging me, and he's reminding me of some of the, the beautiful things that I welcomed into him. He wants me to share some of that with you. And some of it came through as I was listening to to Krista talk of the pain of her people. And I could feel it. I could feel the pain of the people. I could feel what Joseph had been carrying. What he had been carrying most of his life. What he was trying to carry for his people to help them resolve, to help them heal. I could feel that he felt like he was a failure. He wanted to be there for his people so badly. And we got to talk. I got to show him the amount of pain he had been carrying for his family, for his people. And I got to say he had done well for his sister and his family were alive. And even though he held that pain and he couldn't heal it while he was alive, now was the time. Now was the time. And together, we were doing it. We sat with the pain of his people the pain of a people who are in love with the land. Cut off now from being able to wander. Wander within her and to be guided to the places where they would be nourished, where they would be held during the different seasons. They had been fenced in and cut off from the beauty of the different animals, the different wildlife, the things that help them feel connected and one with the earth. They felt abandoned and alone. They had no way to walk. They had no way to walk and show their children the good ways, the ways to listen to the land, the ways to walk and know when it was time to stop and where they would hunt for their food and how they would love and support their family. I was with Joseph and I honored him. I let him know that even in his shame, he had come and he had done what he was meant to do. He's helped his family to come closer into the depths of what they are, for them to listen in to their true selves, their identities. I saw him rise and be with the chiefs. And at one point near the end, Krista said, Joseph wants us to love him. He never felt that in life. And he can feel it here now. And so the four of us stood together 
and opened our hearts in the brightest love that we knew that we could reach for, that we could emanate through us to Him. And we held Him in love, in light. We honored Him for His true desire to support His people in love for them to rise. And we were here doing that together. Dear Joseph, thank you. Thank you for your vigilance, your strength, your courage to come to feel the pain of this people. And as I step forward, Joseph is reminding me, Gwen, remember what you said and what you are here for. That even as we, the whites, came and we initiated this separation, that we were also separated from the earth, our mother. And we together now come together and heal. We are here to recognize, to honor, to support. And we all enter in our healing. I honor and recognize the connection that was cut, that was cut into the hearts of your people. And now I offer my hand. We are together as one and we rise together. We rise together. We rise together in love. Amen. Did I do good, Joseph? Yeah, he says there's still more to come. But I'm doing a good part. And he's going to keep his eye on me and be here. He has things to do. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Welcome to Channeling. I would love to hear your questions about channeling. Please contact me at GwenJuvenal.com. Hit the contact button and send me a note. And maybe I'll be answering your questions soon. Till the next episode of Welcome to Channeling. Own your stage and play on. Hot Muffin Media 